Hi, and welcome to the Sage Advice Podcast. I am Sage Schaefer. New year, new episode, and new artist. I am very, very excited um, to have you on, because you're very different from what I've been having on for the past, I would say, almost four years. First of all, let's go through the list of all the, the things that are different from all of you. And I want you to know, don't be intimidated, my art... But my viewers are very open-minded. So this is a list of what makes you different, and I like that. Um, first of all, top of the list, you're a little bit older than a lot of the people I have on. You're uh, also... No, that's not true. Just because you're a hetero man does not make you different. I did have one other one on here. And top of the list, you're very, very passionate about football. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that later. And for those of you who don't know, he is a very big fan of wannabe vegan and or some people will call him vegan. It depends on how much they like Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Now, I have no ill will towards Tom Brady. I can't even list off a lot of football stats. Mine only goes off what I see off the gym and what my dad curses at the television. So (laughs) there's that. Now, why are we here today? We're here today because you are an artist. Now, we're not talking about the artists of what we call in today's generation. You literally draw, you paint, you experiment, you've got rewards for this. Now, we'll do a rough history and then we'll talk about all of the shit, all of your inspirations. Now, you said, now go through your brief little uh, history right now, your little bio. Uh, Well, I don't know, I mean, basically, um, I started I I started drawing in fourth grade, um, and apparently, I guess at the fourth grade level, I was above, beyond normal, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. um, and it was a teacher named Miss Hottigie out of Carruthers Elementary, and she's the one that noticed a lot of my art, and um, from there, she, I do remember that, I remember that very clearly, um, towards the end of the school year, she had called in my parents and met with the principal, and, and and all, and I thought I was in trouble because, you know, I'm, I'm a little fourth grader, you know what I mean? What do I know, you know? I just know the draw. I'm a little kid. I'm just having fun living life. And um, apparently, she's the one that started putting my art in state fairs and all that. So by the time I was in eighth grade, I was getting awards, um, trophies, uh, plaques, recognition. I was being recognized throughout the state as a very young, fast-growing Mexican-American artist. Um, and then when high school came around, I pretty much just, I could care less, you know, because, you know, when we're in high school, we really, none of us care about nothing. And um, I just cared about football, sports, baseball, and, well, I had a nice car. So that's all <laughs> I cared about. And then when I got into college, I pretty much did art. And I did art just for like an easy aid to breeze right through it. And it wasn't until then that I noticed that um, people were liking my stuff. And then went to my drawing soul for that amount i was like i mean for me honestly it was like okay whatever one sold for two thousand another one sold for 1200 i was like wow okay really people buy this stuff and um from there on and then it wasn't until like three four years ago that i believe jason and uh, a couple others has seen my art and from there it just blown up and now it's i'm just drawing and i'm drawing a lot of like cultura cultured art um I do have, I, I do art, uh, portraits, stuff like that, but yeah. Now, this, for those of you who don't know, Jason, that's my pops. Yeah. I don't really talk about my dad too much on the podcast, but yeah, my dad and is very much an encourager of all art, I would say. And it's now, I met through, now thank you to my dad, because that's how I met Junior, was through my dad. Downtown Fresno. 
for those of you who aren't familiar with Fresno or those of you still trying to get into the art scene in Fresno, I do highly suggest Art Hop Downtown. A lot of my interviews, and I've mentioned it before, a lot of my interviews are through Art Hop Downtown. So definitely go through there if you're an upcoming artist or anything in any category of art. Now, that was my question, and I feel like you've already answered it, but your identity and your culture is in your art. Now, you last we talked before this podcast, like a day, a week before. Now, do you feel like because your identity and your culture is so tied into your art, you find it difficult? You 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 kind of want to start selling though. So, yeah. does because your identity and your culture is tied up into your art, it's hard for you to sell it? You know, there's certain there is certain pa- uh, drawings, paintings that I've done, and that honestly it comes down to Cheyenne. Cheyenne is, uh, well, I guess like. What would it be Mona Lisa to was it Michael Michelangelo? I believe. Yes. Yeah, and and that is the one drawing that I will not sell, and that's actually one of the drawings that I've got a lot of like hits on. A lot of people want to buy it, uh-huh. and they say, "Oh, I, I love that art piece because you could tell you put your passion, your heart, and dedication, and everything to it." And to be honest with you, that drawing only took me forty five minutes to draw. Mm-hmm. That was a forty five minute drawing piece right there, and a lot of people look at it; with, they would think that. It took me months or weeks to draw. Now, Cheyenne, we are working on an Instagram for you right now. Uh-huh. And we are going to post that. And we're soon. it's going to be at the end of the cap. As soon as you figure it out, I'm posting it. Because right. Cheyenne is your main inspiration. Yes, Also, your, your most prized possession. For those of you who, who want to get to know Junior as an artist and want to get to know what he's most proud of, I would say... If you were to say, what do you think Junior is most proud of? I would say the Cheyenne piece. Yeah, it's definitely... The Cheyenne piece would definitely always be my most pride possession. Even... It, it's just... You know, people that know me will know that um, I raised both my daughters by myself. I was a single father. Mm-hmm. So I was working, going to college, and there was times I wanted to give up. But it was my kids that, that pushed me forward. Um, yeah, I guess you could say I'm a little bit older, you know, 42 years of age. But uh, <laughs> sometimes, I don't know, I guess I just don't act my age. <laughs> I, don't, I don't act my age. But, um, you know, I'm pretty hip because of both my daughters. Uh, one's 21, the other one's 20. And Cheyenne is 20. And uh, it's because of her that I've, you know, um, she's always believed in me. She's loved my art. And when I was in college, I... I was just so passionate with Chicano Latino studies, and then I started knowing who I am, mm-hmm. where I come from, where I originated, you know, our origin, our ethnicity. And um, I said, all right, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start doing cultured art, you know, what mainstream everybody calls cultured art. Yeah. I just, to me, it's art is art. Yeah. You know, but uh, when I started doing the, the Montezuma, La Llorona, Moni, Moni was inspired by my friend Monica. And uh, she told me, she goes, draw me something. And she timed me. And I oh, did wow. that drawing. That drawing that you look at right there, I did drawing in about 19 minutes. That was a 19-minute drawing. Uh, and then if we look at Montezuma, Montezuma is the one that took me the most. Uh, Montezuma was a drawing that took me about a week. Um, La Llorona took me about a little over an hour. And then there's a drawing, which is called Decisions. Um, that's your newest one. That's my newest one. That's your newest one, and you're very passionate about this one. And I really like this this piece. Again, um, I will release his Instagram as soon as it's published. The decision one is fantastic. Now, um, you're probably going to put it in your Instagram caption, but let's talk about it because I feel like 
when you describe it, it really shows how passionate you are. You can write it as much as you want, but the way you tell your the stories behind your art, which is why I liked you so much, and I was like immediately wanted you on my podcast. The way you tell your stories behind your art um, really reflects who you are as an artist. Like you're an artist, but you're passionate about your work, and I feel like a lot of people don't understand as a, as a non-artist the emotional attachment to work because you are just in the beginnings of selling your work which a lot of people are always like I'm going to be an artist and sell my work you're yeah, very you different know, in that and it, I feel like that's very important to, to people to understand you like oh I'm a real one I'm about this life but I feel like are you really if you're not emotionally attached if you're doing it for fame and success yeah you know and, and that's the thing you know I've been asked you know matter mm-hmm. of fact even my doctor um he, him and his fiance were like so focused on the sham. It's like, and they offered me on the spot. It, it was actually an art show. Matter of fact, Jason, I think you remember that, yeah. that art show. Mm-hmm. And he had offered me two grand for that. And I said, no. And then the fiance said three. And I said, why? I mean, it's just, to me, it, I don't do it for money. Yeah. I don't. Um, for me, everything that I draw, there's a story. And... I believe art art has a story. It's the way when you look at when I go to art shows and I see other artists, I'm looking, I'm thinking, okay, what were they thinking? The instant they were drawing that, what was running through their mind? I mean, me sometimes I could be laying on the sofa, kicking my legs up, and it's like boom in my head. I said, okay, I know what I'm drawing. I'm gonna draw it. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden it could be two, three weeks, even a month later, and I'm drawing the drawing. So when it comes to decisions, which is right there, that's one of my newest pieces. Uh, decisions was actually. A piece, and wow, this is kind of crazy. It goes all the way back to 2002 when wow. I was in college. So you thought of it and you barely started well, drawing no. it? She's a real living person. Oh, Her name wow. is Xenia, and uh-huh. she was from Mexico City. She now lives in Turlock. Uh, she was from Mexico City, and uh, she was on that student exchange program. Oh, okay. So what happened was she had got pregnant, and because she was here and she was on the student exchange program, she cannot... You know, if she did, it would violate, oh, she yeah, goes back yeah, home. Yeah. So she couldn't go home. She she couldn't go home to um, being pregnant. And she had to make a decision. So what do I do? Do I, do I have an abortion? Or do I have my child go home, tarnish my family name? Because Mexican cultura, very, very, you know, strict. And, you know, you, you don't do that. You know, you don't embarrass us. So she had an abortion. And that drawing there, as you as you look, it's there's basically sperm on the side, and what that represents is like that could be one child, that could be triplets, twins. It could have been anything. She'll never know. And if you see in her face, you see the tears going down her face. So she made a decision, and she she chose to have an abortion. Okay, I just want to say when he showed me the picture, I didn't know if it was sperm, and I didn't want to say, is that sperm? Because I didn't want to, like, insult yeah. your work. So I'm glad you confirmed it. Because I didn't want to ask you, and, like, you're like, no, that's just, like, life. And, and, once, again, and, once, again, <laughs> and once again, like I said, all my art has a meaning, and there's yes. a story. So that's why Decision is a very powerful, it is a very powerful it is. art piece. And, you know, I don't know. You know, I want to share it with the world. If it's 20, 30 years from now, people even hear it. If this even works, how it works. I, I don't know much about podcasts. Like I said, I'm old school, mm-hmm. you know. But if people go out there and, and look at, you know, start seeing decisions, they're going to see, like, the story behind it, why I drew it. And and that was, like I said, you know, back in the early 2000s. And it was recently that I decided to draw this drawing. And um, 
you know, so I did get in touch with her. I found her, got a hold of her, and I told her, and hopefully next month she'll be at the art show to see it because I am going to unveil it, that one. And, uh, you know, there's another drawing here that I don't have a name for it, um, but she's creepy. She's creepy. <laughs> she's beautiful, but she's creepy. And, um, you know, it's just... It's, now, let's get into that. Now, some would say your work is a little bit darker on the darker side. Now, is that subconscious, or do you intentionally do that? No, you know, um, for me, I would say it's like all the, oh, yeah, it's, it's, for me, I'm going back, now I'm going back to what I call cultured art, cultura. There you go, and, okay. Um, I love, you know, when that movie Coco came out, <laughs> I started seeing it, I was like, all right, so I'm like, you know, I'm not really, I believe Hollywood doesn't really grasp or understand different cultures. But when they got a hold of Coco and I seen the movie, it's like, wow, I was impressed. I said, they're on it. Uh -huh. They're on it. They really got it. And um, when that happened, I was like, all right. And I'm, I'm noticing I'm way ahead of them. I'm way ahead of them. I've been doing Dia de los Muertos cultured art for a long time, you know. But now when I show it in, in galleries and shows and everything, people are just like, and I've you know, stand behind the shadows and I listen to people talk and they're like, oh my God, this artist is so different. He's very dark or, uh -huh. you know, he's, he has something going on. It's, it's not that. What it is, it's my culture. It's, it's my cultura. It's who we are. And I want to express it. I want to show it. And there's more. And it's not, yeah. and I just don't focus on Dia de los Muertos. I also do portraits. I do people. And some people actually want me to do them in Dia de los Muertos looks. So it's like, Would you think you do Tom Brady like that? You know what? I, I wouldn't mind doing a Tom Brady. Matter of fact, I got my I got my hard hat. I, I did the Patriots uh, logo in, in Dia de los Muertos. I even did a New England Patriot um, player in Dia de los Muertos. So I wouldn't mind doing a Tom Brady Dia de los Muertos. It, you know, I mean, it's there. <laughs> no, I just want to say my dad... My dad is... Uh, my dad is here. This is the first time my dad's ever seen me... I don't, my dad's never listened to the podcast, and this is the first time he's ever seen me record. So, if you hear a background noise, it's my father encouraging both of us. Now, Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady is on his last limb, and Ignacio could do a beautiful, beautiful Day of the Dead for the Patriots. <laughs> well, I, did, I did. I did do a beautiful hard hat New England Patriots. The other Marcos look. So now. Would you? I will, can't wait to see it. First of all, yeah. And um, now, that's a good question. That you were talking about how people say you're dark. Your work is dark. Do you want to be branded as that, or you don't really care? I, I really don't care. You know, I'm an artist, and you know, you just brought up something that. Yeah, I just you just brought up something that. Um, there's a drawing that I'm working on. Okay. And uh, it's six feet. It's tall. Yes. And I, think I know I, exactly I what you're talking about now. And, uh, we can get into that okay. roughly. So, real quick, I'm going to go into it. So, you have a painting. It's Satan being sacrificed on the cross. Now, yes. is now I wasn't remember it was was it Catholic the Catholic devil which devil did you use exactly? Uh no, I I did I did Lucifer, Satan you himself. You did Lucifer, I, Satan I, himself. I drew him. I drew him on the cross. Mm -hmm. Um I've ran it through a couple of my friends that are very, you know, you know, Catholic, diehard mm. Christians and all that. Yes. And they told me, oh, my God, how could you do something like that? What is wrong with you, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not that there's nothing wrong with me. If we really think about who is or who was saying, we all know he was, he was a, a fallen angel. Yes, a fallen you know, angel. He, he was him and 
and God, you know, bumped heads. Okay, so um, he had his. Now he has his own kingdom. I guess you can call it. Yeah. And um, so what happened was, I figured to myself, why not draw something? What's representing what's going on in the world today, yes. right now, and now that here it, it's, now the breakdown, I'll I'll do it roughly for okay. you. It's Satan on the cross, and when you bring it down, it's people suffering from addiction. You have a heroin addict in there with exactly. cobwebs in it, exactly. An alcoholic on the bar, and there's uh, a methan- few, uh, methamphetamine, uh, a methamphetamine addict, user and a heroin user. And a heroin user. Now, to me, as an outsider, when you told me this, I think it might be different because. Um, I'm an art appreciator. I understand that what you're doing is not to be problematic. It's just what's in your head and also what is going on. To me, it was very timely and also um, very artistic. Like, why, why are you censoring yourself? Like, you don't need to hold yourself back just because other people are going to be uncomfortable. So when, I, when you told me this, I was like, that's cool. Now, we were hanging out downtown. It was during Art Hop when you released this. And when people were passing by and they were talking to you and asking you about Art Hop, you, you said this. And I think every single person that you said, this is my new piece, they were like, what? Why? And, yeah. And this is what I like so much about you and I want to take away from you is you didn't really give a fuck. You gave zero single fucks what people said about what they did. I can't. You know, as, as an artist... You didn't care I'm not. All. I'm not here to please anyone. Respectfully, not, you yeah. did not give a fuck. You're yeah. like, that's just who I am. That's what was in my head. And if it makes you uncomfortable, that means I'm doing my job. And this is why I admire you so much because I feel like that attitude represents the brand that I've always wanted for the Sage Advice podcast. And I talked about it for four years straight. And this is why I liked it so much. You're like, I don't give a fuck. This yeah, is what I like. Well, you know, I'm about to... God, you know, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Say so it. Say it. Say it. Say it. going to come in. So, here we go. Here we go. Um, why did I draw that piece? Tell me. So That's I'm true. No one's you. ever asked you why. They've no only said you me. shouldn't. So, 19 years ago, mm-hmm. I was a fuck-up. And when I mean I was a fuck-up, name it. I was gang-related. Um, I was a drug dealer. I sold drugs. Uh, I didn't care who I was hurting. All I cared about was... The greed, the money, the fame. Uh, I, w- I love the fact knowing that people from Forest Stockton all the way to Los Angeles knew who I was. I mean, I would drive in my car with a duffel bag with about half a mil, 500,000, sometimes a quarter thousand. You know what I mean? I had the money with me. And, um, you know, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky to live the life that I live now. Um, I'm very humble. So 18 years ago, when I was given full custody of my daughters, I made a decision. The decision was, I could be a fuck-up, or I could be a father and be a man. And I manned up. And I walked away from the drug life. I, I walked away from doing drugs. And yes, I, I did drugs. Um, I started out with marijuana, marijuana to cocaine, cocaine to crank. Um, I did a little, little bit of methamphetamines, but nah, it just wasn't my thing. And then when I was given, when I was given full custody of my daughters 18 years ago... I said, fuck it. You know, I could choose to be a fuck up and my daughters get lost in the system and I go to prison or eventually dead. And I said, no. So uh, I said, all right. So I manned up and uh, this drawing, which uh, I call my internal slaves. So saying on the cross, the name of that drawing is called my internal slaves. And the reason I, I, I named it that is because, like I, I mentioned, you have the heroin addict, you have the alcohol, the crankster gangster, you know, the methamphetamine guy. 
and uh, the heroin user, the heroin user, and um, from the arms when Satan is crucified, on the arms there's webs coming down, and each web is connected to each one. And if you look at it, even in death, these people that have an addiction are still hooked. That's what drove them to death. I mean, the heroin user OD'd. He was never going to stop. The the guy that did meth, he was never going to stop. The alcoholic, he loved the alcohol. And he died of, what would you call it, cirrhosis or whatever, you know, and mm -hmm. and you know, so on. So, I mean, that drawing is very powerful. A lot of people in the Christian, Catholic community, oh, you know, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And it's it's not about what I'm thinking or what I'm doing. I'm an artist would tell his story through his art and that's yeah. exactly what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, that's exactly true. I feel like, and I see it all the, I mean, I see it when you tell people outside of this, this, uh, I would say, for lack of a better term, safe zone, if you will, that they don't try to understand. They're only seeing the surface level of your work. And I think even though, I mean, we're doing a podcast, so it's not visual, it's still important that you have an art form, which is why I'm doing more traditional artists. Because even though we can't see your work, I feel like people need to understand where you're coming from. Like, as long as they know who you are and identity-wise, it saves from the conversation. It's like, okay, don't you... Especially in such... Like, in music, at least you kind of understand the, the, the identity as a person. But with art, you don't see the... Like, painting, sketching, you don't see words. You only see what you think this what the artist means and I feel like a lot of traditional art which is why in a way and I could be wrong because I'm only getting into um, promoting and talking to traditional artists it's losing the platform it used to have like there's there where is the Andy Warhols now you know where Andy Warhol had that platform he would go out of his way you know so I feel like this is now our chance for traditional artists, this platform here, to give them the identity and the interviews that they have, because so many people are lacking that, to just look and think within themselves, or even feel comfortable to be like, hey man, tell me about your work. Start the comp. As Gooey said in a previous conversation, have a conversation with you. It's very, in a way, it's, I mean, I'm not intimidated. I don't care. I'm not shy. So I feel like this is very important, and especially your work, has, it provokes so many questions and it provokes a lot of questions and I mean you have the social media platform now but you can only say so many words in social media so I feel like this is very important now do you feel like you have anything left to say to people that um, question your word what do you do you think it matters to you you know um Everyone has an opinion. Uh -huh. uh, you know, I, I don't know what words I can't say, but I'll say opinions are like assholes. We all have them. <laughs> you know, we all have them. Um, oh, you know. Oh. Can dad come in for a second? <laughs> yeah. Now, my dad's a huge fan of Junior, and he's been telling yes, me. He's been telling me since I started this podcast to have you on. I want you to know he's a super fan. You know, and honestly, I mean, Jason, you know, I love him today, him, Wall, and everything, and, and a lot of other extended friends. You know, and honestly, Jason, you're right. Jason, which is your father, uh, Wally and everyone else. I mean, they really are a great fan of real, down, 
to earth, realistic, no nonsense, no bullshit art. This is real art. This you is, know, it is. It, it's it, the it real shit. You know, it it's, is. It's, it's, I'm yeah. not gonna. You know, I've been told by some galleries I can't say certain names. Like, oh my god, well I can't really display that. Well, and then you know what? You don't love art. You don't love art Thank because you. art. I don't care what it is. If it's nude, explicit, vulgar, fucking uh, disrespectful, it's art. It's what the artist is thinking. So for the Catholics and Christians, you know, hey, I, I grew up Catholic. You know, I, I did catechism and all that. And, you know, I'm a Christian now. And I, I know right from wrong. But I tell you what, let me express who I am because that's who I am. I'm an artist. I'm not a puppet. I'm not going to let someone control me. I'm not going to let someone regulate me, dictate me, and tell me what I can and can't do or draw or express or show. I'm not going to do that. I am who I am. And if you come to my art shows and you see my art, and then you know what? Be like, wow. When you walk out, it'll be like different, unique, um, driven. And that's exactly what I am. So no. I'm, I'm not here to piss anybody off, but I mean, I really don't. <laughs> give a fuck what they think <laughs> i don't if i did i wouldn't be drawing what i draw now we have this is kind of like it almost a get together i wasn't even expecting we have another artist here don't worry you won't have to say anything not um, yet if not, you're not yet, any, not yet. You she's not ready what? yet but you you mentioned a good point you said i think that people that deny your art now princess i'm not speaking for you but i was told that you felt like you weren't you're not given the platform yet for your um, original work. Now, for those of you who don't know, you do have you do have a picture. This is a good example. She has a picture. It's a penis, and yeah. like a girl on the penis. Now, this is a good example of people saying, "Yo, like chill." And even you said it. You censored yourself. Yeah. Now you mentioned a good point. Do you feel like? And I want you to give this advice to other artists because I, I felt it. I felt that energy, like you censoring your own work because of other people. And you talked about like even saying like, I don't mean to put you on blast here, but I feel like it's a good example to what he's saying is even like you just have to do it. And I feel like other artists, and this is very important, is other artists just need to fucking do it. And I feel like a lot of us are self-conscious. No, you're other right. Artists. No, you're right. And you we're know, just other artists. And I feel like this is why I wanted you on because you're not self-conscious. You're just like I'm gonna fucking do my shit, and that's it. Do you feel like other artists lack that? Like you see talented artists. No, all the I time. see. You know, I see talented artists, and you know, it comes down to princess. Say hi, hola, cómo estás? <laughs> you know, also, by the way, people that don't know, I do sound so whitewashed, but I am Mexican American, <laughs> Chicano. You know, um, but uh, you know, when I saw. Princess, it was was three months ago, right? It was an art hop, and yeah. I saw her. I saw her displaying her art. Yes, out on the sidewalk, and and you know, I walked up upon her, and I was like, I was looking, and it was me, and my manager, uh, and I was like, wow, you know, and I looked at her art, and I was like, this girl's creative, right? Like very creative, and she's out there. She's pushing the boundaries, and. As as she's as I look at her art piece right now, I mean, I'm looking at a piece right now of a dick <laughs> with a girl <laughs> hugging the dick, you know. And I mean, like I said, I mean that's a strong piece because piece what do you call that piece? I personally, as an artist, I look at I call it lust. That's what I call it. Was that what she was thinking? What what does it interpret? What does it mean? You know, and that's what I'm saying. Art. She loves dick. You know, you know, she that, loves dick. You know, she loves dick. You know, but oh, look at her, look at her, look at her. 
You know, uh, but, you know, and the question is, is it the artist that loves dick, you know, or is it what she was thinking? You know what, what I'm what saying? You thinking about dick? She was thinking about dick. Thinking about dick, about dick, dick oh, oh, no, but you know, okay, so, so back, we're getting, we're getting off track. We're getting off track. But really, so when I saw that, and then I saw a piece that I honestly, I love so much, and I call it heritage, and it's a piece of a. I believe what that's oh, Africa, yes. right? Yes. And it's mother. I would call it Mother Africa because as I see, I see the upper portion tits. You know, I see the curves and all that. That's true, though. And I see yeah. and I see the the country in Africa. Africa. So now it's very cultured. It's cultured art. You know, it's, it's cultured. It's, art. it's going exactly. to the roots. And when I saw that, and I saw the rest of her art, I said, okay, this artist knows how to talk. She talks through her drawings. So what I I want to see out there to all. The upcoming young artists, draw what you feel. Don't let people regulate you. Don't let people tell you, "Oh no, you can't do that." No, you shouldn't do this. No, that that's not that's not proper. Well, you know what? If that's the case, we go back to the 16th, 15th, 14th, 13th century. Art has been around forever. Yes. And you know what? Art back then was sculptures with tits, penis, balls, and all that. And what what is that? Now we look at it as what art, right? It's beautiful. You know, and so the way I see this, I don't care what young artists are coming out there. If you have a desire, it's in your mind, and you and you think it, and you can picture it in your head, put it on canvas, put it on paper, do it whatever, put it on a wall. But you know what? Express it because you are who you are, and people should see that. Thank you. That's exactly what we needed to hear because we were having a private conversation. Princess is here. We were having a private conversation. I was like, hey, you know, like, why don't you want to do the podcast yet? And at the end of the day, I mean, I felt like I'm not calling you out. And you're absolutely right. I feel the same way all the fucking time is the root of it was censoring yourself, but also not having the confidence. I mean, some of it is your inside of yourself. But then at the same time, it's like Junior was saying and like how I feel is like other people telling you, you can't say that you can't post sticks on there. You can't show women's figures on there. And I think that's the root of a lot of the issues that we have in art today and why, like, real, real artists, not just people that think they can just fucking do the shit and to, for make money, like, exploit the culture because they have a little bit of, just a little bit of it, you know? And I think that's very important to uh, mention is, like, the people that are really about it and they, they feel the confidence, but they also feel denied at the same time. And I feel like you, in a way, you kind of almost identified yourself as the person that does work that's dark but also at the same way is almost controversial but you still just don't give a shit and i feel like you know what you are you're branding yourself as that face i'm about i'm about to say something and maybe this may come (laughs) back and bite my ass but i really don't give a fuck (laughs) that's your brand like this Um, that's your brand i feel like i'll say like this i don't know if i can i'll just say it artist america Uh downtown fresno so we're taking it all the way back to when I was in college. Do it. So when I was in college, they would come into the Chicano Latino classes. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, we're for the Chicanos. We're for the Latinos. We're for the farm workers. We're all that. Okay, that's great. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And I never forgot it. it. It was embedded in my head. And I said, one day, one day. One day. So three years ago, and like I said, thanks to Sandra and Charles and, you know, and Jason. And God, I forget his name. What was that white boy from uh, Southern California? What was it? Brian? Billy. 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 Fucker, if you ever hear this. Yeah. Billy. Billy, if you're ever out there, you know, I love you, dude. You're a badass, kick-ass white boy. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, honestly, these are the people that believed in me. And it's sad because I'm mentioning right now, these 
are Anglo. You're American white boys that love my art. And it's fucked up that Artes America, they're for the Chicanos, the, the Mexican-Americans, people from Mexico and all that. And then when I went there, they tell them this is that art I have. And this was three years ago. And yes, I am going to put it out there. Maybe maybe it might bite me in the ass. But I don't give Like, once again, I don't give a fuck. You know, it's sad that I come to you guys because... 15, 14 years ago, you come to our class saying, you're for la raza, you're for the cause, you're for all this. But yet, when I come across, you guys denied me. Did I remember correctly, if I remember, I'm not going to say her name. I should, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, she told me, well, you're a known artist. I said, no, I'm not. Well, at this time, we can't help you. So how the fuck am I ever going to become a known artist? That's how true. is that ever going to happen? And this is from Artis America in downtown Fresno, California, and there was... It was put out there like that. No, it, it did upset me. It, it angered me. And then finally, when I did get the recognition, then, then they, they come to me. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they ask me. And I said, no, I don't want to display nothing there. I don't want to do nothing with you guys because you're not for Los Mexicanos. You're not for Los Chicanos. You're not for us. So what are you for? Who are you for? You're for the greenback. You're for the dollar. And you should be for us. I mean, okay, I get it. Yes, you get fucking scholars. You help out people. You do all this great bullshit. But that's just a cover-up. Now, that's a very, that brings up the good question for... Um, I mean, I feel like we might have beat the dead horse. But at the same time, for young artists that still want to publish themselves or like get themselves known, what is your advice for them? I mean, we've covered confidence. We've covered being true to yourself. Now, we're talking like really advertising themselves you're doing art shows now you're practically at the point where you want to auction and start selling your stuff now what would you say for people that want to get to that level how would you do that i mean do you do you suggest going through comp like you said people or like just popping up a booth and just fucking doing it well you or, know it depends up to you okay so we talk we talk about popping up a booth maybe sidewalk art or sidewalk Art, mm -hmm. which is Princess right here. Yeah, Gooey said suggested that you ask for forgiveness and, later and do and, it now. And, and as, as we say, you know, that's sidewalk art. And you know yeah. what it was? It's I've always said timing or who you know. And exactly. I'm already an artist that's established. I'm out there. Uh -huh. And I saw Princess. And, you know, when I saw her with her art displayed on the sidewalk, I'm like, wow, this is a talented artist. And this is fucked up that exactly. a talented artist has to be on a sidewalk. Display her art because, what? Well, what reason? Why did you not give this artist a chance? She's vibrant. She's extreme. She's different. Unique. Has a mind of herself. I mean, she's not being controlled. So why can't she get a spot at a gallery? You know, and it kind of, and it kind of did angered me, upset me. And if if it was up to me, and I had an art gallery, guess what? You know what? Any artist that's up and coming and never done a show, guess what? You're welcome. And, you know, who knows? Maybe in a year from now, I will have a gallery. And if I do, you guys look me up because, you know what? I have no problem with giving you guys that opportunity. The reason why, I know what it's like. I felt it. I've been there. I've I've heard the nose and the nose and the nose. And it's sad because sometimes some of art to get recognized, we got to spray paint it on a wall. You know, we got to do graffiti art. And which is, I think, I've always said graffiti art is the best art. It, it is. is the best art. It goes all the way back to the 70s. You it's know real as shit. It's as real as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, but you know what? I'm honestly right now, I'm glad to have Princess here in my presence. She's here. 
And uh, like I said, you guys, you know, honestly, check her out. You know, check her out. I don't know if you call this a plug. I'm plugging it in. Oh, no. But, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, this artist will amaze you. She's young. Um, she's passionate. And she's creative. There's ain't more I can say about her. That I think I just said enough right there. And you guys, as much as I love art, you guys will love her art also. And I feel the same way about you. I feel like as artists, I think the three of us do the same fucking thing. And I feel like we're, we're only told that by outside people that aren't artists. Is like we hype everybody up around us and we never hype ourselves. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's a lot of things people don't know about me. A lot of people trip out. I mean, if they're artists, what is what? Okay, let's get into that. What are things, three, you have probably, there's a lot to you. You're a human being. Well, what is something what, you want people to know about you that you think they, they, they should know about you that's super fucking weird? I, t I tell you what's sick, what's sick and twisted. I mean, I, I can play any fucking instrument. I that's mean, true. what I mean, I, I have instruments. I have what can you talk? play? Uh, what man, can you, you know what? Play? I can play. I can play. play, I can play, play anything. Talk about it. Come on, <laughs> son. I have a. Come on, I have, Let me hear you. I have a. I have an electric guitar. I see guitar. we got a saxophone over here. Yeah. We got a guitar. Well, so so we go to the saxophone. So in fifth grade, uh -huh. uh, Robert A. Paul, may he rest in peace. Great band teacher, and uh, you know he he came out to Carruthers, and you know I, I walked in and I watched this man play the keyboard. He played like eight different instruments I said wow and I'm an Aries uh -huh. so I said to myself I can fucking do that hell yeah, yeah. so from hell fifth yeah. grade from fifth grade my father bought me a brand new from American Music in Fresno California bought me a brand new Jupiter tenor sax I mean I'm in fifth grade I'm a small little runt you know what I'm saying <laughs> but um, I learned how to play so by the time I was in eighth grade I was bored so I started playing the baritone the alto and the soprano sax by the time I was in high school I started fucking around with the electric guitar. I started with an acoustic guitar prior years before my freshman year. And then before I was out of high school, I was doing the drums. So I know how to play the drums, um, guitar, saxophone, and I love music. It's just music's my thing. And when I'm not doing that, at 14 to 16, I built, me and my father built my first lowrider car, which was a 61 Impala convertible. Now it's I, I love sick. it. That was... I was going to Fresno High with a 61 yeah. Impala convertible, ragtop, <laughs> turquoise, white winter thing, hydraulics. You know, the typical Mexican S.A. Cholo, right? <laughs> but uh, you know what? I was very passionate about that car, and I do regret selling that vehicle. And uh, I felt, now that my father's passed away, I felt like um, I hurt him. And now I'm trying to get that car back, which I really am. So, Bobby... Uh, if you can, let me get that fucking car back <laughs> I need it back. But, uh, you know, so an artist, an artist, it's in their blood. It'd be music, be art, vehicles, whatever it is. We think different. We really do think different. And we are different. I believe we're a breed of our own. Um, when we sleep, when we sleep and we dream, we always dream about the next piece or when we see something and it's in our vision so and it's true. locked up it's and so exactly true, and it's in our vision and it's locked up it's in a vault eventually one day we'll say you know what fuck it i'm gonna draw it and just like i said with decisions i mean that goes all the way back to my early years and early 2000s and i mean i just recently drew this and it's a very powerful piece so cheyenne in decisions is a very powerful intimate personal piece it's so true i feel that like i mean i don't draw i don't paint but even as someone that i write and then i produce it that's what i do i write and i find people that fit my vibe my energy my brand right but it sits there like i have ideas 
from years and years ago. It's so true. It just sits there. It sits there until you're ready. Until you have the confidence in yourself. It's so accurate. So because so, there's shit like people like you know non-artists will tell you, fucking go do it already. You talk about it, go do it, and they'll send you they'll send you suggestions all the fucking time. So, I to me it's like I define art. And this is a question that just sent in from my dad, but it's that's how I feel is like into you and I we define it all differently so I mean this is what it comes down to honestly is like this it's like if you feel it and you do it then that is your art right yeah so art is a very broad term mm -hmm. whatever you think is your expression if it's building something up when you build buildings and architects exactly People you know, architects, architect, even architects, that's a fucking art. Yeah, you go I mean, to the fucking Italy, why do we go? The architect, but what do people say about the architect? Oh, creative. Well, exactly. You're, you're, you're a very creative. Unique. I mean, think about it. We, we talk right? about now the leaning uh, Tower of Pisa, you know. People uh, won't fucking stop talking about it. You know, it's creative. We talk about the Romans, you know, and the Romans. I mean, honestly, now we're talking about art. Now, man, see, and I didn't need college for this shit. You know, I mean, you don't need is, college yeah, you know, it's to common understand sense, you know? what it is. I mean, you think about like uh, Paris, the Eiffel Tower. You know, all this. Someone had a vision. It's exact. That's what and art it's comes in down my, to. In his mind. Vision. Even if it's exactly. not physical by painting, it's by writing. It, you well, And I'm sure both of you, Princess, you and I, even my dad Jason here, you would say, oh, you heard a piece of music. You've read something. It inspired whatever you created, right? You've re you read history books about... Mexican culture, Latina yes. culture. Yes. Oh, and you she remembers art hop this month. Yeah. And you went. In December. You saw she that remembers. shit. You read the books and you're like, hmm. And you fucking drew it, right? Yeah. yeah you see much. shit from your culture and your identity. Hang on a second. fucking drew it. You have a piece right here just from your culture, but how did you learn it? Not through, not just I'm visuals. Reading read it, right? You paid attention. You so, smart that's the difference. That's the difference you need too. To correct my daughter right now. <laughs> well, no, now you're, you're, I was told to do a correction. Yeah, you're yes. following. You're following. What is the correction up? that we needed? Uh, go ahead, Jason. Say it. Uh, Ignacio. Yeah. I am Junior. Yeah. Exactly. That's my artist. Now name. that's a strong name too. Yeah. I am yes, and I it is. That a lot. It, yes, it is. I mentioned that a lot. Like people who put the in their fucking Instagram, I said, "That's you're saying that is you." Now. I am. That's fucking stronger than just the word the. You, that's hard to say. Now explain that. I know this advice. I explain. I am. That's very strong in your I, confidence. Too. I, the letter, the alphabet I, and then you got M, you know, and then you got yeah. JR. So I am stands for Ignacio Morales, and I am a junior. Well, but if you look at my art and you read it, it's I am. Yes. Junior. Who am I? Who the fuck is Junior? It's Ignacio Ross. I am him. He is me and I am him. So you it's know, like a double entendre. Yeah, exactly. It's yes. crazy. Okay. So then if oh, you look wait, at... Wait, 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 hang on a second, guys. Dad's coming in. Dad's <laughs> coming in. The Silver Fox is coming in. I am Junior. Somebody has to have a, a camera somewhere. It's got to be posted. Because it is beautiful. I am Junior. I met this guy four years ago. Yeah. Four, yeah, actually, four, four years, years ago. I am Junior, and when I seen his first piece of artwork come up on the wall. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that's the old man <laughs> shit his pants. 
and I knew him as Junior. I am Junior. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you know... That's not his artist name. That's who he is. Now, you think Explain. I... Explain. Tell him. You explain. Didn't now, is I Where, am Junior separate from Junior? Or is it the same to go together? That's a, you know. That's also it, I feel. It's, it's honestly it, it depends on people how people view me or see oh, me. Okay, as an that's true. Um, personally, me, I did it because the whole time my my father, he had a fifth grade education and uh, you know he was a war hero. He was in Korea and everything. And I always lived behind the shadows. I I wanted when I turned eighteen, I straight went to the recruiting office and I wanted to be in the army. And when they told me, no, you're your father's only son, we can't accept you, that was, that was I guess that's the yeah. called the Sullivan Act, the Belusa Sullivan yeah. Act. So it, it, it did bother me because from 18 to, I would say, five years ago, I always lived in my father's shadows. I looked at it like my father owned seven businesses. With a fifth grade education, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I built freeways for a fucking living. This is what I do. I built roads. I do all this for a living. But who am I? I mean, what am I? So when I put and I came up with I am Junior, I'm Ignacio Morales. I am a descent. I'm the offspring of my father, but I am Junior. I am me. Yep. I'm me. And nobody will replicate me. I have a son. I love my son, but he's not me. I'm me. I'm not my father. And for me, when I put I am Junior and you look at my art, like, well, these are just letters. They're letters. But to me... It's a much bigger than fucking letters. So the definition just goes out there. It's like like putting two mirrors together and you look at infinity. That's the way it is. Now I want to I want to address this too. I want to further what you're saying. Now, when you say your identity is tied to your work, now I can look at your work, and this is very rare for me to say that to anybody I have on. I can look at your work and I can say that's Junior's work, and I feel like I also talked about this on the Fresh Loca podcast, and she's mentioned it in her work. If you're, as an artist, and Princess, you mentioned this too, is you want to be able to look at your work and just be like, that is who I am. That is my identity, and it's discovering your identity. And also, it goes back into tying into not comparing yourself to others, yes. which is very important. Because like, even like as what I do, audio work, interviews, that type of level, I never wanted anybody to look at me and be like, they're, I mean, I do at the same time want them to know who inspired me and what motivated me, but I never want them to look and be like, oh, that's like this. Because yeah. it's kind of like it loses your work. And then the, exactly what you said, your identity is the most important. You want to have your own identity. And I feel like a lot of artists don't do that or a lot of art as an artist, you start comparing yourself. Did you ever compare yourself or you just did what you needed to You did what you wanted to do. I've never compared myself and I don't think I ever will. I think if I start comparing myself, I stop expressing who I am. <clears throat> I, uh, and this is for any artist out there. Don't compare yourself. Uh, don't set limits. Don't, don't set, oh, I want to be like this person. Because you know what? Don't be like me. Don't be like whoever's out there who throughout history, Van Gogh, Leonardo, you know, Michael. All these people, we're all unique. We're artists. That's why we're called artists. We're unique. We're our own selves. You know, and um, I look at it, if whoever's listening to this podcast, well, this is all new to me, you know, I'm an old school cat, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, if this is the way it gets out there and you get whoever's listening to this, um, 
Think of it like this. When you wake up in the morning, you wake up with a thought. Well, actually, be happy to wake up. First of all, be happy to wake up. You have a, you have a chance for another day. <laughs> you know, and uh, when you do, and you're out there running around, either you're on a fucking skateboard, on the bus, driving on a motorcycle, on a car, you're at work, you know, the day's gone to shits, whatever it may be. But if you have an image, a thought, or anything, and you're an artist, put it down. Draw it. And if you can't finish it that day, some people, some artists like me are very, we're very unique. I mean, I could do drawings, like I said, I could do a, a portrait within under an hour, you know. Uh, like I said, the fastest one was 20 minutes. And, you know, Monica's my witness to that. Um, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that be yourself. Be yourself. Be unique. Don't, don't look up to, I mean, if you do look up to people, listen to what they've gone through. And, um, you know, the, the barriers, because the barriers are out there, either being Mexican, Asian, black, white, you know, galleries, they have rules, I guess, I guess you can call it rules, yeah. regulations. And it's like, and eventually one day I will, I will have a gallery of my own and I'm not going to have fucking rules and regulations because I look at it like this, you know what? You're unique. You're an artist. You know what? Fuck it. You're welcome. You're going to display your shit, and that's what I want. You're the I Mexican want... Andy Warhol. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know who the hell that is, but you know. hey. Yeah. So, so can the old man come in here? Yeah, go for it. Bottom line is, fuck the rules. <laughs> fuck the rules. Like, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, and if you don't appreciate it. Kiss my ass. That's, I honestly, I was, that's the summary of the podcast. And I felt like this is very unique to have, to be recording a podcast during a kickback at the same time. What'd you say? What did you say, Sage Advice? That's, and I feel like my dad's advice, it's not even the Sage Advice podcast, it's literally dad advice, advice from dad. Well, first off. Don't announce my name out there. Just call me the old man. Call me Jason. The Silver Fox. The yeah, Silver, Silver Fox. Fox. Silver Fox advice. Silver Fox advice. Now, and then this is really interesting to have you here because I've never had an, um, a listener be here while live recording at the same time. So to hear a perspective. There's always a first. Oh, yeah. And also to There's have a, hear his perspective from, in a way, a non-artist as someone who is supportive, as just as a supporter for all of us here. I feel like all of us at the same time, and I know Princess, you just met us, so yeah, I don't mean to speak. Princess, by the way, I know this is Sage and Sage your guys. But why are you so quiet, sweetheart? She's a very, you know what? She's a very young She's a very young, not experienced artist yet, but I mean, trust me, if, if I work with her, I say within six months a year, oh, you're she'll be out. Like, well, if you don't get up here and speak, let me tell you. I'm still learning. Well, shit. You came to the best place no, at Sage and Device. It's true. Come I on. feel like between Junior and I, in my father's support, by the by the end of, by by the time okay. this is published, you're gonna be like, give me the mic, I have shit to say. Yeah. But I feel oh, I like have a lot of shit to say. He has he has a lot of shit to say. I have a lot of shit to say. No, but no, it's it's very true though. I feel that this energy of having a non-artist here is very important because we never we only hear it from well, our you, peers. You know what? Actually, you know what? Anthony, get over here. Get over here. She's <laughs> she's known me. Yeah. You know what? She's known me for a lot of years, and you know, Mija, I hate this. Typical Mexicans will always say mija, you know, but it, it's well, a good no, thing. No, it's no, a good no, 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 hang on now, Harry. Now, so what do you call a typical Mexican? Oh, 
Ooh, damn, fucker, you put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm well, you know, okay, okay, okay. You know what? I'll tell you right now. She is a very smart. I'm very proud. You know what? I'm proud of internet. If I look at where she's at in life right now, you know, and if you really think about it, take this back 20 years ago. What she's doing right now, where she's at, she's educating, molding, getting Mexican-Americans, Chicanos, even people from Mexico and all that, into the educational field, push them in the right direction. You know what? 20 years ago, that was unheard of. You would not hear of that. You know, so... Is she an artist in her way? Yeah, she oh, is. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would definitely say... If not, she, she's creating Yeah, artists. exactly. And she's creating because she's shaping and molding. She's giving Mexicans, Mexican-Americans, anyone that never knew the knowledge or where to go, how to go, and what path to go down. She's doing it. See, I surround myself, and I've always said it, I surround myself with people that are positive. And uh-huh. I'm always going to do that. Like I said, at one time, I was on drugs. You know, I was down the wrong path. You know, I was gang-related, which is scary to say. Yes, I really we've was. we've talked about you know, it. Exactly. That's how we you know, and, and Exactly. And, and I think to myself, what are two things I could do? I've been given a second chance at life. And that was 18 years ago to raise my kids. And when, when that happened, I said to myself, what am I going to do? Am I going to surround myself with negative people or positive people? And I surround myself with positive people. So now, and, and today, God, what have I known you for? Like five, six years? Yeah. About that, about huh? That. And, and, you know, she's here right now. And it's like, they have my friend and my dear friend right here in my presence, Jason, and everyone else. And, you know, you know, Princess, the newest artist coming in. You know, I know who I surround myself with. And I want people to hear this. I want people to know that, you know what? When you're at home thinking, oh, no one's going to give me a chance. No, you're not being positive. Uh-huh. You're not being positive. Positivity is going to play a big influence on where you go in your life. Exactly. And, Especially and the, as a creative person, when you have, when you only have five people telling you you can do it, and you have all these big corporate businesses saying no, you're going to only, you have to have positivity. Now, I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to ask this question because it provoked this question. Go ahead. Do you Come feel here. like your culture and being a Mexican-American, does that put a lot more pressure on you as a creative person? Do you feel yes, that it pressure? Does. Actually, it does. You feel I that feel pressure it. to represent other people and also inspire others? It, yes, it does. And man, man, you said, you actually, you know, inspire and everything else. You know, I've got to be on my game at all times because... You feel that, right? Yeah, no, I feel Because at the it. same time, you're saying, I give zero fucks. But at no, the same I, time... No, I do, I do give, I do you give, give zero, zero fucks. You give zero fucks in the creative field, but you, you care about the younger people you... Want to inspire, well, yeah, right? because I mean, I look at it like this. You know, you're hearing, and you just heard and you that have something I've never. I have daughters. Exactly, I have two grandsons. I love the most. Uh-huh. Uh, soon to be my little two little granddaughters are coming up. My my youngest. So you're not only representing Mexican Americans. You also have to think about women. You've raised women. I raised so you have to girls, think about yes. women. So at the same time, you have the pressure of: Am I representing women properly? Am I? Do I want to? You have to separate yourself as a father, but also for women. So I'm at, now I and yes, and you so know, how you hard brought, is that you for brought, you? I'll tell you how hard that is. I've I've drawn some drawings that are nude women. Uh huh. And God, like, how do you draw exactly a line between what is explicit? What well, most people say, oh, that's very. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, that's no how would you do that well, exactly. you know you have daughters and you know, what are you thinking and you know it's I'm not thinking I'm drawing uh-huh. and maybe it may may not may, it may not please everyone and I'm not here to please nobody exactly. I'm here to draw 
what I'm drawing. And my daughters, and, and my oldest daughter, God, my oldest daughter, I love her to death. <laughs> I love her to death, but that girl has always kept me on my toes. And That's good. That's what she always tells yeah. me. Oh, dad, you're a hypocrite. Oh, dad, you're doing it. <laughs> no, it's not that I'm a hypocrite. I'm nothing like that. You know, I'm, I'm far from it. It's just that I see things differently. And if I'm going to draw a woman nude, I'm not being perverted by it. I'm being an artist. It's right. what I'm drawing. You know, and some people would say, well, you have two daughters. So how do you feel? I said, how do I feel? I feel like a fucking artist. <laughs> I'm I drawing. feel like I don't want to yeah. have no more kids. You know? <laughs> you know, but I'm drawing what I see. I'm drawing what I feel. You know, I'm not here to please the world. I'm not here to please anybody. Yeah. I'm here to express myself. And like I said, my oldest daughter keeps me on my toes. And she goes, oh, no, no, dad, this and that. But you know what? Mija, I love you to death, Alexia. You, you, you know, you and Shannon, my world. But I will tell you one thing, Mija. I'm an artist, and I don't think you can ever understand that because we all have different qualities, trades, and we're all unique in our own way. You know, it's like my daughter, she's smart with numbers. Fuck, give her numbers is like, yeah, like what the that, fuck? You know? That raises another question. Do you feel like as an artist, you've never felt relatable? Do you ever feel outcasted? Yeah, I do. Because you're like on a yes. different level. I yes, feel like I do. I'm not even, and it's not even like a conceited thing, right? It's no, literally, it's no. like, it's hard to be relatable to so many people. You have a regular job. I have yeah. a regular job. Yeah. It's a different level. It's yeah. a different level of relatability. Because I don't know. I feel like it's hard to relate when you're on a different, when you're doing something well, you know, so here, untraditional. I think I'm going to answer this. Yeah. I'm going to answer this. You can edit this, right? Yeah. Okay. First off, fucker. What'd you tell me when I met you? Fuck. Art was where your heart yeah, was. Yeah, no, exactly. It, it, and you grew up. Yeah, yeah. You told me, your dad, you grew up in Carruthers. Yeah. yeah. Son, I'm going to let you go to Fresno High. I'm going to let you go to the big city. And what'd you do? You showed me them pictures of you being a thug. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and it's kind of So you crazy. think relatability is not an issue? Well, no, you know what? Okay, you know, matter, he's, man, you just brought something up. And this is so, yes. this is so crazy. Yes. Because And then a hang on a second ago, before you, you go another way. Your ass is going to ask him about being a Hispanic? You're a fucking Mexican. You're a fucking uh, white I'm Mexican. Mexican. And Mexican. what are you doing? Uh, I'm Mexican. I'm not Hispanic. Oh I will I separate. Fucking, there's a difference. I, I will yeah, separate myself. You know, I and will what happened? Myself. You forgot. You're fucking half Mexican. No, you're that's half true. Mexican. And you're rocking this shit right now. Yeah. You know, you, you know, but and you know, what, you know, as I and as I hear you your grow, father, you need to get your ass and, up in here. And, and as I hear your father talk right now, this is what I heard 18 years ago when I was in college. It's sad that this is the way we categorize ourselves. It's sad this is the way how we define ourselves. You know, you said Hispanic. No, 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 no. I'm Mexican. Yeah. I'm Chicano. I'm Mexican American. My father was born in Burbank, California. You know, my, my mother, my mother's half French, you know, which is fucking rare. It's crazy. I start doing the family tree. I start finding out who I am. You know, is sometimes, you know, with this whole Donald Trump, we start going on. I mean, you know, okay, so whatever. That's, That's a different issue. Present. Yeah, different Let's issue. go back to the issue you know, of but what, but what I'm saying, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that we're living in a time right now where we got to define ourselves. We got to separate ourselves. And like, who are we? Uh-huh. What are we about? Um, is someone going to accept me? And that's why I say fuck you. 
I don't Fuck care. I don't care. I don't care if you do, you don't accept me. Where's your phone at? I, I, I am. Exactly. <laughs> I am. You. I this am is who I am. I am. I am who I am. you. And, uh, you know, it's, and I, and I tell this to all you artists. Ready? You know, I tell this to all artists, and, and I'll, I'll keep saying this. Either you're black, Asian, white, Punjabi, Mexican, it white. It don't matter are. who you are because when it's art, they're not looking at the artist. They're looking at the drawing. That's very yeah. true. And the drawing? It's not always a drawing, though. Yes. Oh, no, no, and, and, no. You're right. It, it could be true. so many different things. It could be sculptures. It could be Billy. <coughs> and I'm Excuse sorry. Me. I'm sorry. It could be anything. But, anything. you know, you know, the thing is, we're unique in our own way. Yeah. And we are who we are. And honestly, I'm glad to say that we live in a country where we can express ourselves. No one may agree with us. People may not like what I'm saying right now. Some people may be offended. But, you know, honestly, fuck you. Because I'm going to go to bed happy. And I'm going to wake up happy again, you know. And I'm going to go about my fucking day. And <laughs> guess what? I'm going to probably draw something else that someone... May not like, you know, I'm not saying who. I'm sure you guys heard that earlier. <coughs> you know, but I am who I am. And maybe 10 years from now, I may not walk this earth. Just remember what you're hearing right now. I'm unique. I'm myself. I am who I am. And no one fucking dictated me. No one controlled me. People tried to pull strings. People tried to make me a puppet. No I'm not all about myself. I don't want to sound conceited. What I am is I'm confident. I'm educated. I'm smart. And I know what direction I want to head and where I'm heading. So for all the young, upcoming artists, believe in yourself. If someone doesn't believe in you, you know, it's okay. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. It's 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 not about them. It's about you. It's about what you can express, what you're going to express, how you're going to make yourself feel. So if you wake up today... Feeling happy. And by the end of the night, you went to bed happy. Guess what? You lived in fucking heaven. That was heaven. If tomorrow you wake up, step on a nail, have a flat tire, miss work, you got demoted, whatever. Guess what? That was hell. It is what you make of it. And as an artist, we understand that. We know that. That's why we're different. We're very unique. And most people don't see that. It's true. It's very true. And I feel like you've answered the question that I, I've always asked other artists. is like, do you feel different from other people that don't do art and it's very true you're unique you're different you're on a different level you're on a different mindset and you're told different things yeah yeah and that answered my question i feel i don't know about you guys but i feel like more motivated and inspired i'm ready to get more shit going you know and it's kind of funny because you know what i matter of fact someone and and you know i'll bring this up someone told me oh my god ignacio you're a chameleon you can adapt to your environment Uh uh-huh I had to learn how to adapt to my environment, and I'll bring it back. You know, growing up, I grew up in Cruz, California, all-American town. I played football, I played baseball and all that. And, you know, I hear Jason always tease me about it. You're whitewashed. No, that's right. I am whitewashed. I'm so whitewashed. But I also, I had to live, I had to live two lives. You know, I had, I grew up in Cruz, California, was all white, white farmers. My father was the only Mexican-American farmer. I I wore the Air Jordans. I mean, I had the nicest things. And finally, when I got to high school, I said, fuck it. I, I don't like this school. And I went to go live with my brother at Fresno High. I went to Fresno High. And wow, you want to talk about a culture shock? Fuck. <laughs> that was like, it hit me like, bam, hitting water, like diving. 
from a dive board, diving board into the pool, boom, you feel that shock? That's the way it was. And when I saw and I started living and knowing people that lived in Southeast Fresno, homes are infested with roaches and all that, which I never knew of. I never grew up in that. But I started seeing, you know, those people grew up very happy and modest. Those people were very happy. Uh-huh. And when I, when I see that, it's like I think to myself, a lot of us grow up not seeing a second side. And I was very fortunate. I got to see two worlds. Um, I got to live two worlds. And also a lot of my art too. I have art where it's game related. I have art that's very strong, powerful game related that I have not showed. That maybe not this coming year, but the following year, I am going to push out there. I'm going to push out a lot of Chicano game related, essay, homeboy, Sureño, Norteño, Bulldog, whatever it may be. I'm going to push it out there because you know what? People need to see that. People need to see that we don't live a black and white life. It is not black and white. It's colorful. And there's so many different levels out there. And if we can't open our eyes and see, and then we're blind. We're doomed. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing a lot of people that are walking blind, zombies. It's sad. No one sees nothing. And when they do get a chance to see, they're like, oh, my God, I love this piece. Oh, my God, it's been here forever. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I like, I, I want to conclude on that. I mean, it's, you covered everything. And I'm sure we can do 20 more yeah, episodes exactly. between your next art shows you're going to do as well. Now, you are just establishing yourself as an internet presence. So as that time comes, I will plug that in. And um, you know what? I am Anasio Morales. That's who you are. Yeah. I was going to say Junior. JR. Yeah, well, I am JR. Exactly. You are Junior. Yeah. And that is the podcast. You are who you are. That If we were to sum up the podcast, it's the conclusion of this. You are who you are. Don't give a shit. Express yourself. Have confidence in yourself. And do your art. Do what is on your mind and do not censor yourself. And when yeah. people tell you no, you set the fuck up. You just set your shit up. Yeah. And yeah. as all artists say, do it now, ask for forgiveness later. And that is the episode. If anybody fast forwarded this and they shouldn't have, that is this conclusion of. And so be sure to check out. Uh, you're always down. You live downtown. Yeah, I live in downtown. I'm in living down. I'm in the art world community and everything. I love it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh, I know this coming month or next month and the following couple of months, I'm going to be having some more art shows this year. This year, I'm really going to push myself out there. And it's just not going to be in Fresno. 2019 is yeah. your year. Yeah, it's not, and I'm not just not going to focus on Fresno. I've done San Francisco, San Diego. This time, I'm thinking about doing San Jose, San Francisco, San Diego, LA, you know, name it. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to push myself out there. And it's like I said, you know, either you call it cultured art, Chicano art, whatever you may want to call it, I just call it art. And for those of you that, um, do you want to release the information to people that want to uh, see your work? Yeah. How so, do we connect with you for people that want to see your work? You have an email. Yes. So do I, you do like a newspaper? Or, like, how do you, you, know, do that? you know, I'm, I'm all new to this, so it's like, you know, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, so you would probably, I think the best way to do this, and I'm going to show you how to do it. So you're going to start doing art shows. So my suggestion for people that listen to this podcast or you, you plan on doing uh, you, whatever you plan on doing, we're going to blast it through your social medias. And again, I'll post your social yeah. medias yeah. 
show coming up in January, but if we're going to start blasting this and doing this, this is all new to me. Like I said, uh -huh. you know, I'm 42 years old, school cat. <laughs> uh, so we're going to say, I'm going to say February, March. Um, you know, check it out. Um, uh -huh. I want to try to do it where I can make it like I am JR. Um, art, I don't know, presence. I mean, what do we you call feel it? That, I don't know. Do you feel that pressure from social media now? You oh. know, yeah. I'm going. To, I think I'm going to feel it. Right. I'm going like, to feel that, it. Like, there's a difference between setting up on the street, but like you can set up on the street and no one will know. No, exactly. And That's as, so I've always weird said, now. and I've always said, it's about who you know, how you know, what you know. And, and now it's like, it's like, like said, who you know, what you princess, know, but also you have to do it online now. Yeah, and you know, and Princess, man, you're, you're, you're all mine, you're all mine, I'm going to bring, and also, Victor, Victor, you know, uh, he's another beautiful, great, unique artist uh -huh. that I want to bring up. Um, Jason, you know who Victor is. Victor, you yeah. know Victor, he knows exactly. who man. Little boy, and, you know, man. And I mean, I mean, he's... You. He's he's a great he is a great unique artist and I look at it like honestly I want to bring an open I want to make a melting pot I want to make something different I yeah wanna, I want to I want art to be what it once used to be unique mm -hmm. desirable go after it I want the world to see who we are and you want to hear some shit you can't do that until you have the internet. Yeah. He has Wi-Fi here, so upgrade. He's doing better than my dad. Sorry, <laughs> But listen to this. Oh, yeah. He's doing better than his dad, but uh, who brought the two together? Yeah. Who brought the two together? Once again, who thank you. brought the two thank you. together? Thank you, Jason. I love you who a lot. Who brought the two you're, together? You're a badass white boy. Once again, like I said. Oh, no, I'm not a regular white boy. <laughs> now, let's talk about this that's real quick. Who, that's what the problem Now, you mentioned is. something I really like. Is this my no, end goal? If it's not 2019, yeah. towards whenever I hit that level, I want to do an event. I'm putting it All out right. there now in the universe, so anybody who hears it who wants to do I'm event here. coordinating or help me out. I want to get all of the people I've had on artists, musicians. Well, they're right. the same thing under artists. Yeah, I, that's what I want to do. I want to do an event so everybody gets advertised. Everybody well, you, you know, exactly. And it, it's it's putting people out there. It's putting it, people out there. And like even like. Putting the event together, it comes down to getting the venue, getting people you know, then the people they know coming down here and supporting you. It's a lot of fucking work, which is why I'm like talking to you before this, the pre-production before this, it was like hard. It was like, shit, we can put in all this work tonight, but at the end of the day, we're not even going to see the results until the people you know start seeing it and then the people they know start seeing it. It's just a lot of fucking work and I, that's the... The most rewarding and bittersweet part about being an artist is all the fucking work you put into it and just the waiting game at the end of the day. It feels yeah. like the waiting game. Yeah, no, you're right. Hang on a second now. I don't mean to interrupt you, too. But, fool, you quit on your work. You quit on your work. You stepped up as a man. You stepped up as a man. Remember? That's what you told me when we met. You, yeah. You stepped up. You stepped up, and you're ready to retire now. Yeah, you know that. that is this your retirement plan, Craig? I, I got. I'm two years away from retiring, which is kind of sick. So you're and all work. of his artwork. You didn't even talk about that. And I've told her, and she's been bringing a, that shit up. You live a all regular this life. Artwork right here. All <laughs> this artwork. Your passion. This is your fucking passion. This is your passion, and two years from now, it's going to be your new career. 
You know, no. yeah. No, 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 okay, okay. no. Okay, I, I want everyone to know one thing right now. And I'll, I'll put You're it out still there. recording, I'll, right? I'll put, yeah. Yeah. This is so, recording. I'll, I'll put it out there right now. No, you My, put it out there. No, no, I, this I, is no. What it is. I, I want people to that know this right now. If you're in Cal- Fresno, California, if you're listening to all that, I will tell you right now, Fulton Street. Um, it's a street that just got reopened. There's a lot of oh, buildings. Boy, hold no, on, hold on, hold on. We're going and, and beyond hold on, that. Hold on, hold on. We're going so beyond I, that. I want people to understand and know one thing that, like I said, if eventually I have a gallery in which I've been thinking, two years from now I'm going to retire. And that's kind of weird because I've been building roads forever. And it's like, wow, you know, roads lead to anywhere and everywhere. That's yeah. just so exactly. crazy. It's such a nice yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that's a beautiful, that's, that's, crazy. that's a beautiful yeah. artist. It's kind of so crazy. crazy to say that. But yeah. what, what I am saying no, is this. No, it's not. What, what I'm saying is this. That two years from now, I'm going to be eventually, hopefully, opening up a restaurant. And the restaurant that I open is going to be a cultured restaurant. And I've only seen this in two places. San Diego and Mexico City. I want to open up and I want to bring something to the valley. I want to bring something different. But there's something else I want to bring. I want to bring the opportunity for any artist in a month, if it's four or five artists, to show their artwork in my restaurant every month. I'll rotate. But you know what? That's the recognition that artists need. And if everything goes well, that's what I'm pushing for and that's what I want. And I will do it. Oh, and by the way, I know how to cook. I, I got some good Hell fucking yeah. recipes. You know, you know, the Mexican. That's the Mexican in me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those places where you got to come and say, like, oh, my God, I can't afford it. No, you know what? I'm down to earth. I'm real. I know what it's like. You know, I know a lot of young artists, you know what I'm saying? We're working. We're struggling. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's... You know, you're making men's in just to make it, you know, and it's like everything's so expensive. So if everything does go the way I plan and as planned, it's going to be a welcome place for artists, for anyone and everyone who just wants to come and have a great time. There we go. Now, again, we're working on getting you out there on the Internet. We're out, <laughs> we're out here. So but me, on the other hand, we're going to conclude this podcast. Sage Advice podcast. Roughly new episodes every Wednesday. I'm working on getting more interviews. Listen, I'm gonna talk shit right now, like all y'all. Go ahead. No, Dad's gonna talk shit. I'm gonna talk shit too. Dad's gonna, We're talk, all gonna shit talk shit because I introduced you to Yo, I am Junior. What the fuck, you guys? Because uh, why the, shit the fuck? Didn't come out. We're gonna well, put the shit on the fan. Dude. Why the fuck is it so? And I talked about this with Gooey too. Why the fuck is it so hard to get you artists together? Listen, I'm not talking shit. I know it sounds like I'm gonna fight y'all. I'm not. Y'all want a platform, but it's so Can hard to get, get you guys to fucking together. Can we get dirty? I, I, Can you we know go what? Now, is time Can we go vice? Why is time management Can we go so vice? hard for you guys? Uh, no, Listen. I want to go vice. I want to go vice. For those vice. of you who don't know what vice is, he's talking about the news form. He fucking loves vice. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you know, I am. Uh, Let's talk about real talk. Why is it real so hard talk. for you guys to real time talk management? Now. You know real what? We, we all live lives. And I'm sure. Okay, and I'm yeah. about to say something that. I'm sure you guys and a lot of artists know this. You finish it. Hold one second. Hold one second, second, Jason. You got to hear this. You got to hear this, and everybody's going to hear it. We've all heard the starving artist. Yes, the starving artist. Uh So basically, comes down to you know what? If we rely on our art to sell and everything else, and we're not promoted the right way, we're going to starve. It's called the starving artist. Okay. So and like and like I said, I just brought it up earlier in the segment. Princess, 20 minutes ago I talked about that. Yeah, Princess, you're coming in. How? You're coming <laughs> in. 
Of how course, I, we're gonna get. I think we got oh, Princess oh, Buzz oh, though. Oh, 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 <laughs> we got oh. Princess Buzz on cheap vodka. <laughs> how, how I met Princess and all that, and it's like I said. I mean, no. Before we get to Princess, let's talk about the starving artist thing because it's well, yeah, it's and, and that's, what I'm, and that's what I'm trying to get to I right ask now. Every artist. And that's, that's what I'm trying to get uh-huh. to right now. Okay. As we're talking about the starving artist, so if you think about it, Princess is a very unique. Young, upcoming artist, uh-huh. and what did I say? What was she? Where did I find her? I found her where, on a sidewalk on Fulton Street downtown, trying to promote and show her exactly show her art during the art hop. What is that? Isn't that? And I'm not a fucking DTD, but really, yeah. wouldn't that be considered a starving artist? Right, right or wrong? No, that's right. exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. So now, now, now she. Oh, hold on a second. Okay. Hold on a second, Jason. You got now it, she has the opportunity, and. You know, she met me, I met her, and it's like, I look at it like, you know what? I have the biggest heart. Yes. I have the biggest heart. I'm like, you know, I'm like a little kid that loves a little fucking, like, a little cat, a little dog or something like that, you know? <laughs> but, you know, when I saw Princess, you know what? She's unique. She's different. You know, she's not out there, and she's trying. And now you have the opportunity. And who knows where a year from now will take you, two years, three years from now. But I know one thing. If it's on the right path and the path that I'm going on and you're right behind me, Guess what? Just like everyone else, like I said, I like to get Victor and a couple other more artists. You know what? If we go down the right path, we are going to be known. And we are not going to be starving. You know, we're going to be like, wow, I made it. I did it. And that's confidence. And that's being positive. And that's all I've been talking about. Thank you. Yeah. And no, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the plug. Just don't get too fucked up. <laughs> she already right. fucked up. She's like, she fucked up. I, 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 I hate to walk you. I hate to walk you home, which is downstairs. <laughs> no, I'll walk her home. No, that's really interesting though, because like me and my pops were talking about it, because like to me, I'm not talking shit, because I know other people have lives. It's different. Uh-huh. Our motivations are different, but it was funny as fuck though. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spill the and tea. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna spill the tea. I'm not being problematic. I'm not even like trying to like start shit. Dead ass. It was funny as fuck. I told my other friends. I was like, yo, like this guy Junior. I didn't say your name, but I was no, like, no, no, this fine, guy I was fine. supposed to have on the podcast, yo, like he rescheduled for Tom Brady, dog. And now listen, <laughs> the people I have on, oh. they're fucking hungry, dude. They fucking will sell their fucking kidney to be. I'd, any fucking platform. They don't even care if it's this platform. So when I told them, I was like, dude, it's for Tom Brady. They were like, that's a real motherfucker right there. Hey, man, you know what? No, hey, it's true. Hey, I said, have people on. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. And real she quick. already now, knew. We, we, talk, already we, knew. Started, we started the podcast already talking about Tom Brady. So right now, I'll finish it up. You know what? I'll tell you what I love about this. That man. shit was funny. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Listen. The old man is going to talk. There ain't no finishing up. There's no finishing up about Tom Brady. It's going to go a distance. It's going to go with this. No, that's a but different still, podcast. The reason you're sitting here, the reason you're sitting Cause here. Because I was low-key kind of pissed. I was no, like, you yo. shut the fuck up, honey. Shut up, Miss <laughs> Advice. Shut yo, up, Miss Advice. Yeah. Because this shit's going to go off. Let's do it. Now it's time. Well, well no, you know, and, and I was told by your father, like, really? He rescheduled. He's flaking on me. And, you know, it's not was wasn't flaking. It's just that when it comes to football. It's I play, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. It's Sunday. You know what? But like, like I said yeah, earlier. No, football. This is but, but like I said yeah. earlier, I grew up All-American. I yeah. was on a football team. I, I went on a team that was undefeated. And guess what? We fucking won. <laughs> you know, I was oh. away. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, real quick. Encore. Hey, wait, 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 real, real, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Number, right, number, number, number eighty, number eighty-one, wide receiver, 
for the Cruz Blue Raiders. That's yeah. right. Hold on. Um, and also oh, play corner. I play corner. But, 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 but honestly, when it comes to Tom Brady, I like that one. He's a California boy. I love yep. that he grew yep. up. I love that he grew up going to 49er games, watching Joe Montana. Because you know what? Nice. I grew up. I grew up. I grew up in that same era. And you know, yep. my father. I grew up in a house that was 49er San Francisco. San Francisco Giants, a 49er football. <laughs> you know what? I grew up in that. And I don't know, for like in the 90s, I was floating around and finally, you know, okay. Uh, my friend, uh, Russell, Rege- uh, Russell Regeer, matter of fact, he was a diehard Patriot. Yeah. He was a diehard Patriots, And he told me, Ignacio Jr., you got to be Patriots. So I was like, yeah, well, they suck. They're lousy. <laughs> so in 99, I started following them. 2000, 2001, Tom Brady comes in. This Boom. is history. Tom Brady comes in. That's it. Beat the Rams after that. Say, okay, this is something worth watching. Started watching, watching. I started knowing about Tom Brady. I'm like, wow, this is a California boy. And he talks about how his father would take him to 49er games and watch Joe Montana play the clock. I'm like, well, I remember shit. I can relate to the man. Uh-huh. So, do... I idolize the man. I respect the man. I don't idolize him. I respect the man. I respect the man because he took something... That was taught to him at a young age. And he's not doing it to be a badass. He's doing it because that's what he knows. He's an artist in his profession. He's an artist. In football, he is a badass artist. I mean, to take a quarterback, give him a minute, and he can score two touchdowns on you. You know what? Fuck it. I don't give a fuck what you say. Hate the game. Hate the player. But he is unique. Yeah, now I'm gonna. I mentioned this because I feel like you taught me a lesson, and I mentioned it to my dad. Like he said, he mentioned that I mentioned it to you about the rescheduling. Now you taught me a lesson, and I feel like I'm learning now because um, when I used to record the podcast, it was a smaller town, so we were just right. hungry. We were just like any platform we get, any creativity, we're fucking jumping on it. Now I'm back in town, and I've only been in for a couple months. So oh. you know, listen now. Yeah. Now we're Go. back in here. I'm back in Fresno. There we go. It's totally different working with Fresno artists compared to working with Oakhurst artists, Mariposa artists, up and coming artists. Because and then he he nailed it on the fucking head. My dad go, nailed it. Go. Was this? It's like there's ample opportunity at the ample. same. Ample. Amp, like ample. It is so hung. Like there's you can go here and there at the same time. You can. It just depends on what you're doing. But so it's different working with like. You and Princess and everybody here. And Princess, what are you doing over here? Shit. So <laughs> listen. You got to get this shit in here. Where's your phone at? So Jesus. listen, this is very interesting because... And she's wearing New York. What the fuck is going on over here, girl? So it's very interesting because I'm used to working with people that are just like, fuck yeah. But at the same time, it's also very a lesson learning for me because I'm very intense. I'm very like, I need to fucking do it now. Or else. Like, I'm very scheduled, very type A when it comes to this work. Other than that, I could give a fuck. He can tell you. I don't give a shit about anything she else. She don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about anything else, but this is the only thing I'm passionate about. But at the same time, you're very passionate. I'm very passionate. Downtown. I don't, Downtown. And this I'm, is where it's at. And I'm very passionate, too, but you're passionate, but you're able to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking cry and throw up and freak out and stress out and have a panic attack about it. And I'm learning that from the artist here. And I, I feel like this is a very good lesson for me, too, because I've never had that where I work with other people and I need to turn it off. I need to at least not turn it off, but slow down and just go with it. Because at the same time, when you're very like, I'm going to fucking do this, 
and it's like you said, you don't have the creativity. Like that piece you had that everybody likes, the decisions one, right? Yeah. Decisions one. You said 2002, right? And it took you that long to create it. And it's a beautiful piece. Now, for me, if I thought of it in 2002, I would do it. But it's not going to be as good because if you let it simmer, it's going to be good. And that's what I'm learning from artists here today is... You don't have to do it right away. Let it simmer so you can well, no, create your work and, and at the same said, time. And that's what I mean, I that's said. what I interpreted it. And, you know, <laughs> that's how I'm interpreting it because I need that. I need to not just do something so instant, instantly because if you do it instantaneously, you're not going to get the good quality of work you need. And I feel like a lot of – I don't understand that yet. To me, it's like I got to do it right now. And then I just produce shit. And it's, you know – it's not good shit and it's taking your time which is something i never learned it's taking your time and i'm learning that now through you guys and i i really like that i mean at the moment i'm like what the fuck but now it's like this is good i need to take my time and i I appreciate it i I mean in the moment i'm like fuck but now it's like taking my time i'm gonna have better work and i appreciate that from you guys well you know i'm gonna tell you right now honestly one Jason, thank you for introducing me to your daughter, Sage. Sage, I mean, this is all unique. This is all different. This is all new to me. Right? I yeah. wouldn't say unique. This is just different. This is new to me. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm an old school cat. But um, what we're doing here and putting myself out there like that so people can actually know who I am. Like, who is I am JR? You know, and I think the audience, whoever it may be, and whatever's out there, I mean, the spectrum, the realm, and everything, it's, it's, it's broad. It's out there. The internet is powerful. And um, whoever listens to this, just just listen one thing. If it's artists, non-artists, whoever it may be, we're all unique in our own way. We're all special. We're different. And however you put yourself out there, do it. Don't be afraid. You know, do not be afraid. Just be yourselves you know i mean it's like and you know sage thank you thank you for this opportunity because this is a very unique opportunity it's something different i mean like i said i'm 42 years of age i don't even look fucking 42 i don't even look like i'm a fucking i don't even look i don't even look like i'm a grandfather you know and it's kind of crazy it's kind of crazy but you know what i'm loving life i paid my my dues I did what I do as a father. I, I had to do what I had to do as a father, as a man. I raised my kids. My kids are grown. And now I'm living life. Now I'm being an artist. I'm drawing. You know, and it's like, honestly, the, the fucking chase. That's you know, let me, let, let, I'll say it right now. Right That's now. where it, it's the, the chase. It's the chase. I'm chasing uh, happiness. It's, and believe it or not, this is something we all heard from the 70s. The pursuit of happiness. We're able to do it in this country. So do it. What the fuck is stopping us? Nothing. The pursuit of happiness, and I love it. I love it. I want to conclude on that. That was so fucking somebody, beautiful. Somebody turned to the silver man. The silver fox is back. This fucking guy right here. Ignacio. Yes. His heart. It was a heart. It came from Carruthers. Small little and country town. His dad, his dad told him, "Son, son, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it that way. Because this is his and princesses. All he wanted to do was come to Fresno, get out of the country town. All of a sudden, 
the art got erased. He went to be a family man. Long and behold, 20 years in, 20 years in, building freeways and making sure he needs to be here to back me up. The cameras just show it all. He's got it. He's got it. Artist. And that's what he is. I think that's the, the most beautiful conclusion the podcast has ever had after 108 episodes. It, no, no. <laughs> it's never going to end. It's me and him battling it out. Was, battling it out. Because he gave up on it. He, he, he gave did, up on it. He took a break on it, but he came no, back No, he hard. did not take a break. He forgot it. He did a little couple. He did a little couple. He did a little cup of drawing. Here he is. He did a little cup of drawings. And you know what brought it to him? You. No. No. Well, yes. You motivated. No, I, I, I like will not be that. You way. gave him the confidence. No, yeah. We're talking about me right now. Cass right now. Tamale. What you brought know, you Cass Tamale? Yeah. yeah. You know what? what Cass Tamale. All right. All right. All right. All right. So Liz, the owner. Now this is a plug-in. Liz, the owner of Casa Tamales, um, gave me the opportunity. And when she did, that's when I believe I met Charles. And no, it was, it was Billy. Fucker. Yeah, was you me. and Billy. It was me. Yeah, it, it was, was me. It was them. And, and them, because it really was. It was it was Jason, Billy, and then, oh no, because that's No, it was me. No, it was you. You went with yeah. Billy too. Yeah, that's to that right. Home. No, I take that back. That I take that back. It was Jason. I, and then Jason. No, hang on a second. Quick saying, Jason, you're pops, you're old man. I'm tired of hearing you say Jason on sage, sage advice. I am tired of that. Quit saying that. Dad advice. All right, let's, <laughs> let's go to Super Fox. There we yeah, go. There you go. Super there you Fox. go. All right, there you go. So but on way, the real, dude. Either way, either way, on the real, all bullshit aside, the Super Fox. AKA Jason. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was it was him, and then from him it went to Billy, and Billy it went to Charles. Yeah. So therefore, well, they're stepping stones. In anything, they're stepping stones. It's all about who you know. Uh-huh. And it started with, actually, it started with Maravella, Maravella, which was the the manager of Casa Tamales, and then she introduced me to Liz, and Liz, with an hour, said, "I need you to do an art show." Hell yeah. And then that night is how I bet the Silver Fox. And from there, you know what? From there is history. Yeah. It's it's just, you know, but it's like I've always said, it's all about who you know. And once again, you know, Princess met me. And once again, it's all about who you know. So mm-hmm. now Princess is on the platform. And Victor, we're going to get that little fucker in here probably next month. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, he's another, he's another vibrant extreme fucking artist. Which, but tell him. Tell him what you told me. That's where your heart was at, man. Yeah. And that's and that you is became a, a teenager dad. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, like like I said earlier, you know, I wasn't I wasn't perfect. I wasn't a perfect child. I come from a good family, a very great family, but I disobeyed. I went against the realm. I went against all kinds of things. But you know what? It was my mistakes, my fuck ups that made me who I am today. And now, that's why I don't have a closed mind. That's why my mind is open. That's why when I see artists out there struggling, I don't think about, oh, well, you know, he's on the sidewalk, you know, whatever. No. I think about, like, what's his story? What's exactly. her? What's her story? And 
Her story is right across from me right now, and I'm looking at her. And honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, she is a beautiful, young, vibrant, fucking artist that can really put it out there. Exactly. And her art's beautiful. So you guys, you know, get a chance, check her out also, um, you know. So, yeah. Do you Are you seeing yourself as a mentor? Yeah, I don't know. You know do I you really want to see yourself be. as that? Or I, are you I, just seeing yourself as I, I don't know. What do you think, Princess? Be. You could be. I could be. Do you think... Did you ask... Did you just ask uh, Ignacio... Yeah, you know, I mean, a strong, mentor? confident Mexican-American just asked. Just says, I don't know. The silver fox told him, <laughs> come on, God damn it. Are you seeing yourself as someone as a mentor for other young artists or as someone as that's just like... I think think I I see myself as a person that's paving the way for young artists that don't have an opportunity. For young artists that have gone up against places like Artists America, you know? There we go. I'm so sad that I'm really, it it hurts that I have to say this. It hurts that I have to say that Artists America, you have disappointed people like me, real, true, genuine artists. All because, what the fuck, we're not a known artist? How the fuck do you expect us to become a known artist if we don't get a chance? How do you expect us to be out there if you, that so-called claim, oh, we're for La Raza and all this, but you can't give us a fucking opportunity? You know, I don't give a shit. I mean, I've been inside your guys' building. How much, I mean, was it really hurt to give me a 4 by 5 little space? Just to promote who I am. To show the people who I am. But you know what? You'll never know that. But now, now that I'm putting myself out there, and in the past, you guys have contacted me, honestly, I will never ever display my art there. Because you are not for who you claim to be for. And I feel like this is important because so many artists and upcoming artists have experienced this. Oh, yeah. So, and I feel like you expressing this, especially as someone that is has a name here in downtown you're developing a name and and or ha- and you have a name this is very important to express i don't think like you're even starting shit you're just being relatable no no you know, and i want people to understand this is just relatable I, I want people to understand i'm not angry i'm not upset i'm just letting artists know that if you feel suckered in and that's exactly what it is suckered into their bullshit understand one thing if you're not a known artist you're not going to get recognized. It's sad. Maybe, maybe it may change with this being broadcast and being out there. Maybe, you know, it'll land on deaf ears. And maybe things will be different. But understand one thing, Artist America. How do you expect your artist to be out there if you can't give them an opportunity? There we go. There we go. And I feel like that's for everybody, not even just at them. Yeah. That's for everybody out there. That has these huge million dollar fucking buildings and all of that shit that are supposed to be representing downtown people, downtown workers, downtown artists. Yeah. All of that. We've experienced that. And I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, we're about Fresno. Well, you know. And, and then and it's still very commercial. And, and I, I love that. I love that we believe in Fresno. And I do. I do believe in Fresno. We believe in I mean, Fresno, but you know, you know, I was born and raised. Yeah. Here. I was born and raised here. I was born and raised here. You know, like I said, I was born in Fresno, grew up in Carruthers, came back to Fresno. And, uh, you know, I seen the big changes, everything was going on, especially with Fulton Street. And, um, you know, a lot of things are happening down here. But the thing is, is that what makes 
this stuff happen is people like us, artists exactly. like us. You know, you have the cultured art district right here in downtown. I believe it's on Fulton and Tuolumne, I want to say. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you got that, that, that park and everything. How do you think that park came to be? How do you think all that came to be? You think it was city council said, okay, no, it didn't. No. It, it happened because of artists. Artists collaborated, they got together, and they made that possible. And now we have a place every month that we could all attend. And honestly, city of Fresno, listen up. It's happening. It's happening. So give your artists that opportunity. Because you know what? Without us, it would not happen. Exactly. I don't even, this is like so good. Do you want really? That was a good conclusion. I mean, honestly, you covered it all. Oh, there's more. There's so there's much more. more. We could do there's a more. series the after series. The old man's got a shitload to say. After series. And it's like, we're already almost pushing two hours. So. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was I was looking at that. I was we're like, already wow, pushing is that for real? two hours, dude. Is that for and it's going to be intense to edit. Yeah, is it really? Oh, so, it's going to yeah, be a yeah, lot of work. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of work, but it's it? worth the work. You know, the way the silver fox, the old man, is feeling. I got a lot of shit to say. We have a lot of shit to say, but that's why we have the internet. You know, exactly. And I'm sure there'll be next episode and there or is segment or whatever you call no, it. this is like a three-part. Oh, it's going to be a four-part. It's going At the end of the day, you're coming back. Am I really? You're coming well, back. Well, as soon you, as Sage. this is released and as soon as everybody hears it, and you're going to get a reaction. I know you are. Even if it's not... Even from my listeners, your listeners... You know, and, and, and I want all you listeners to understand one thing. Whatever your feedback is, oh, may it be positive, negative, whatever, I don't care because I'm speaking my mind. And if someone doesn't like what I'm saying, well, that's fine. I mean, that's what my father fought for in North Korea and all the other veterans, World War II, North Korea, Vietnam. They fought for the right for us to express ourselves, the freedom of speech. And, you know, I'm all for the veterans. You know, I, I feel like they go unsung, you know, they don't have enough, they don't get enough. And it's sad that I see all this. And I can say this because I lived it. I saw my father, what he went through. I saw that him being a Mexican-American, he over had to overcome in the early 70s that white America didn't want a Mexican farmer, didn't want a farmer. At the end, by the mid-90s, my father had 10,000 acres of farmland. Uh, he made sure that me and my sisters, everybody went through college, and we made it. So are we educated? Yes. Um, am I there? I don't think I'll ever be there. I don't think I'll ever be there. But you know what? I'll never forget where I came from. That's very good. I'm going to conclude on that. Again, you can catch the Sage Advice podcast on YouTube and Spotify. Roughly new episodes every Wednesday. I want to do more episodes every Wednesday, but again, it just comes down to getting the interviews I want and I want to be proud of and artists that have a platform. I'm not putting out bullshit anymore. This is 2019. We're only getting good people on here and we're only talking about real shit. This, this is and, and you know season. what, Sage, honestly, thank you. Thank you so much. That's it. Jason, thank you for introducing me to your daughter and Sage. You're awesome. You rock. You kick ass. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for everything for, for 2019, 21-9, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be different. And who knows what we're looking at 2020. But I will tell you one thing. I'm old school, so I'm into the roaring 20s. <laughs> and I know that the 20s are going to be badass. Hell yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I got my little, I got my little, hopefully one day entourage, whatever. But I, you know, I got... I got Princess, Victor, and a lot of more artists to come yeah, along. And this is going to be this badass. This is Silver Fox. 
<laughs> the old and, man and the super pops. pops. You got Ignacio over here. You got Sage Advice and uh, Princess. I don't know what's going on. She's awfully quiet. She's a mentor. You know, you know, and I'm here right now. I'm here right now. I'm here right now. I'm hearing Princess in the background. It's not my interview. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Honestly, Princess, believe it or not, it's not even my interview. You know what it is? It's just us reaching out to everyone. So you know what? I tell you what, everyone, audience, everyone that's listening, right there, Princess in the background, say hi, hola, what's up? You know, don't be embarrassed. You know, you're an artist. Speak your heart. Speak what you want. My Instagram. It's more art. More art. And there we go. O-O-R-E. There you go. Hell yeah. I like that name. I didn't even know. Okay, and after this, that's it. When we turn this off, we're going to put more shit out there on social media. That's it. You are officially going to be on the internet after this fucking... Instagram. Text. You know, social media. Whatever it is. It's on. It's on. Yeah, but that's it for Instagram, Snapchat, more art for princess. And it's M O O R E art, and then Junior, he's coming up. We're gonna tag him in this episode because I need to build his page right after this episode. Again, thank you guys so much. I feel so good. And I feel refreshed. Next our show. Next our show. January, January fourth, Southwest Building. Thank yeah, you. and thank you, everyone listening. Everyone, thank you so much. And don't be bitches. Show up. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, and Princess is gonna be there too. Yeah. All right. Show up. All right, Tim. Make sure you tell Miss Advice your dad's a fucking nut. <laughs> it's everybody out there. Thank you and bye.